Hey Ascent, welcome to Ascent Online, still online, yeah. Uh, hey, we want to welcome you back this week. We're praying that this week is a great service. we got a lot planned this morning, so we're glad that you're joining us. Uh, hey, before we go there, we want to talk about what we did last week. We, we dedicated our whole service uh, to race, racism, everything going on in our country, racial yeah. reconciliation, kind of living in that hope and hurt. Mm -hmm. If you didn't see that last week, uh, we really, you ought to go back and check that out. But uh, we got a big response from it. The number one response we got, though, was what do I do next? What can I, how can I get involved? And we have a couple ideas for you on that. Exactly. So we want to actually lean directly into this conversation. So option number one, we're looking for 50 committed people to sign up. On our website, it's going to be a tab that says racial reconciliation. And what we're going to do for about four to six weeks is have, and is have honest conversation and walk through some uh, content around racial reconciliation. What does it look like for next steps? How do I do something and respond in our context? So 50 committed people, if that's you, I hope you consider signing up and joining us for that uh, journey. That is going to be awesome, and uh, I hope you'll do that. If, if that's more than you want to get involved with right away, you want to take maybe a smaller step into things, on June 28th, Sunday night, June 28th, in the evening, we are inviting you, the whole church, to come down to Ascent. Bring a camping chair, bring something to eat and drink. We're going to spread you out all over the property. We're going to watch all the social uh, distancing requirements, but we're going to sit and have a conversation that night in groups. We want you to actually watch a movie before you come so you can find out all the details on this on our website, ascentcc.org. Click that button that says racial reconciliation. You'll hear, you'll see both of yeah. these options there. Right on the front page. Yes, guys, get involved. This is, this is a chance, right? Go on there and do that. We would love to see it either one of these. So, all right, I am going to pray for this morning. I am going to pray for uh, your connection with Jesus today. Uh, I'm going to pray that you laugh today. I think you're going to laugh today at what you see. There's some funny parts here. Uh, and I want to pray that we see all of this and hear all this through the lens of what's going on in our world right now and that maybe God would call us to something. So God, that's our prayer. We, we thank you. We want to hear from you today. And so we trust you and love you. And um, God, thank you for just the opportunity to connect like this even. And we pray, God, that your spirit would move. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, so who's going to take care of that social media post tonight? I don't think it really makes sense coming from anyone other than Bill. So, Bill, uh, do you think you could be the one that does it? No, oh my gosh. Bill, Bill. You did. We can't hear you, bro. Please unmute. Unmute. You're muted. No. No, Bill. No, no, no. Video. Bill, you push the video button. Push unmute. Who is that? Oh, oh, can you hear me now? Yeah, there you Who go. Who was that? <laughs> you got me. You got me now. You got, we good? We, think, no, we can we hear you, but we can't see you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I got to start the video. Yeah. The All video. right. You got me now. Yeah. You got me now. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, yeah I, got, I got you, Bill. Now, now we got you. We can hear you just fine. Oh, okay. 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 So, so uh, what do you need me to do? So, can you get the social media post? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can bring it. I, I can bring I, I got it. I got it. What am I supposed to bring it to? Okay. Well, don't worry. I mean, I think that's all we had to do. So uh, I'll just see you guys later. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Bill, bring it, bring it tonight to Jim's house. 
Oh yeah, that's a good yeah. idea. Yeah, you could do that. That'll be work. That'll be wait, perfect. wait, wait. What? What's at Jim's house? The fire. The fire pit night. The fire. I have no night. idea what you're talking about. I haven't. I haven't heard anything about any fire pit. You. You didn't get the invite to Jim's house tonight. Like everyone's going to the fire pit. What? What are you talking about? Jim's having a fire pit night and didn't invite me. I'm, you guys I'm serious? Um, come on, come on. Seriously, is Jim is Jim doing something tonight that I was supposed to be invited to? You guys, you guys, who got invited to Jim's house? <laughs> Unbelievable, Jim. He's having all of you guys over to his house and he didn't invite me? Oh, uh, I think one of my kids just, um, no, 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 you guys, you guys, come on. What's that? I eat on, what time, Here I come. what time, what time is it going to be at? Come on, Becky, Becky, come on. All right, Chris, you got to tell me what's going on. Why, why am I not, why am I the last person to know what's going on? This, oh, is, this is really awkward. No. How many stories have been told around a fire? Honestly, think about it. How many people have been drawn in by this just almost incredible weird power of sitting around a flame? You know, for thousands of years, this right here is how people passed along the stories of the Bible, the heroes, the villains, and most importantly, the God who is calling out to you today to follow him. Guys, come sit with us today. Come sit around the fire, listen to these stories, and let's see if maybe Jesus moves in your life too. So about two years ago, uh, first time ever, our family actually got to go to London. So first thing we go to is the Tower of London. Don't know if you guys have ever been there before. The tower is like this mix between a fortress and a palace and a dungeon. And so we go in and you get this tour and you get, you, you get led around by these guys who are called the beef eaters. Uh, so they're not vegans like Maurice. Um, you know, they're, I, I don't know why they're called that, but you get, you get led around by these guys called the beef eaters. And, and we had a blast. They tell you like every story about like the stuff that went on there. It is mind blowing. So you hear like Henry VIII, you know, this king who basically, they think actually may have killed 75,000 people. And, and the reason was because he absolutely wanted no competitors uh, to the throne. He's the guy who killed his wife, uh, Anne Boleyn. I mean, he's, this guy's awful, right? So you hear about the story about him. You hear about, you hear about Richard III. So Shakespeare play, but real person. And Richard III, think, um, think Scar from The Lion King, except, oh. except, except Scar wins. <laughs> it's, it's, it's awful. So, so Richard III, right? His brother's king. His brother dies. His brother's got two little kids, a 12-year-old and a 9-year-old. This is awful. And, and Richard, Richard figures out how to make himself in charge. He locks the two kids in the tower, the princes in the tower. Have you ever heard this story? The princes in the tower, and they're never heard from again. Oh, my God. This is, so 500 years later, we still don't know. We, oh the, these kids disappeared in the tower. They, Richard killed them, right? <laughs> he killed them. And this is exactly what kings do, right? You think about it. Like, 
and it's just not kings, it's people. People protect power. That's what they do. People, people protect power. So you think about um, King Herod during the time of Jesus um, was unbelievably obsessed with keeping his power to the point where he would wipe out a village of little kids because he didn't want the king of the Jews to show up and take away his power. Killed his, he, he killed his own wife too. Kings protect power, but people protect power and they will do anything they will do anything to protect their power and before we go start saying oh those stupid kings so i got to tell you another story here think about this okay so there's one there is how kingdoms work Mm -hmm. then there's this crazy weird story in the old testament so most everybody knows about king david so, you know, King David, even if, even if you've never gone to church, really, mm-hmm. you, you know about King David. He's the guy who kills Goliath. He's this little shepherd boy who comes up brave. He's not in line to be king. Not in line to be king. Saul's king. Saul's got a kid named Jonathan. And here's the craziest thing. David comes out of nowhere, kills Goliath. The people start to love him. And now we've got a big problem on our hands because the people start to love him more than they love the actual King Saul. In fact, they start singing songs saying, Saul's killed his thousands, but David's killed his tens of thousands. And they love him. They love David. Like people want David to be king. But here's the crazy thing. The prince, Jonathan, is best friends with David. And not just like we hang out every once in a while. We're talking like blood brothers, okay? Like these guys love each other. So we got a problem because Saul wants to kill his son's best friend. He's starting to get nervous. He, start, he, he doesn't want anything to do with him. He tries to pin him against the wall with a spear. He actually stakes out David's house at night, has guys stake his house out to try to kill him. He throws another spear at him. Try to, he hunts him for days. He tries to trick Jonathan into getting him to tell him where David is so that he can kill him. None of that works. In one battle, they go away, Saul and Jonathan together, and both king and prince, Saul and Jonathan, die in the same battle. Now, here's lots of people know that part of the story. Here's, I'm guessing you may not know this part. Okay, This is the part that most of us don't know. Who's king now? It's not David. If you're just going by the line, right? This is how it worked. It's not David. Jonathan had a kid. Jonathan had a kid. This is Saul's grandson. When those two die, guess who's next in line? It's this little kid named, you ready? Mephibosheth. Okay. <laughs> right? Okay. Elon Musk's school of names. Okay. No, no doubt. Like, real weird. Mephibosheth. He's five. So what happens is, if you think about this, what happens is when there's a, when there's a fight for the throne, the, the person that is contending for the throne um, and they're afraid for their life, they run. Like, there's no doubt at this point that David, the people think David is going to try to kill Mephibosheth because he's, he's the competitor to the throne. That's what we do. People protect power and they'll do anything to do it. So the second that Mephibosheth's like kind of nanny person hears that both Saul and Jonathan have died, you know what she does? It says she grabs him and they flee. 
The second they hear, they're, they're like taken off for the hill. They're trying to get away. Some sort of weird accident happens. She actually, like, he, somehow Mephibosheth has this accident where he breaks his legs. And in the process of trying to get away, he doesn't heal. And so for life, this little kid who is actually in line to be king can't walk. He's crippled and disappears. And you don't hear about him until he grows up. And now David becomes king because there's actually nobody left. Like there's, there's nobody left in line. In fact, Saul's brother is killed uh, by some of David's followers. David didn't want him to do it, but that's what they do. And so Mephibosheth, they were right to run and hide. David becomes king. And then you guys, the craziest thing happens. I want to read to you uh, from, this is from 2 Samuel chapter 9. It says, one day David asked, is anyone in Saul's family still alive? Anyone to whom I can show kindness for Jonathan's sake? Okay, now think about what I've just told you. That's weird. And before you start going, because you, know you know how the story goes. You know the character David. Before you think about this, what do you think everybody else thought? Everybody else probably thought, hmm, he's probably trying to lure this guy out of hiding so he can kill him. Think, think about what Herod did when the Magi showed up. Hey, king of the Jews, yeah, why don't you tell me where he's at? I'd love to come worship him. Right? No. Kings protect power. People protect power at any cost. So we're thinking, of course, David's trying to lure him out. He's going to kill him. Here's what happens. When he came to David, he bowed low to the ground in deep respect. He's terrified, you guys. And David said to him, greetings, Mephibosheth. And Mephibosheth replied, I'm your servant. And then David says this incredible thing. You can imagine how terrified this kid is. Don't be afraid, David said. I intend to show kindness to you because of my promise to your father, Jonathan. I will give you, this is crazy. I will give you all the property that once belonged to your grandfather, Saul. And you will eat here with me at the king's table. Okay, catch it. He didn't kill him. He gave him all his grandpa's property back. Yeah. All of it is back. Yeah. And not only that, you get to sit and eat here with me every night. And you're crippled, but you're going to sit at the table with me and your legs are going to be underneath the table. You're equal with me. You're an equal to me now. Incredible what he did. And Mephibosheth just says, he bows to the ground and he says, who is your servant that you should sow such kindness to a dead dog like me? I love that. I love that. Guys, what is it about somebody that when the rest of the world lives over here in this kingdom, chooses a different kingdom, chooses a different way, chooses something that is so radically different than the way the rest of the world works. While everybody's off protecting their power, he's doing exactly the opposite. Part of what we want to talk about is how does that happen? Honestly, how could that happen in our lives? How could we live that differently? Um, I want us to sing a song. Uh, and actually, I want Becky to sing a song. I don't want you guys to sing a song. I want Becky to sing a song. Part of the reason how David got here is by writing words like this. These are words 
that David wrote like thousands of years ago. And I think it gives us a clue on why he ended up being the kind of person that he was. That's the bonfire that I wasn't invited to. Gosh, I really feel left out from the bonfire. Do you ever feel left out? If you do, you should join a core group. Okay, you guys, Jim thought that would be really funny. I think it's really corny, but the reality still is you should join a core group, okay? Because it is an awesome opportunity for you to share life with some other people. It's a chance for you to, to share about what's going on in your life. It's a chance for you to learn a little bit about the Bible. It's a chance for you to meet some other people, to share really good things and really hard things. And it's especially for those of you that have never done it before. If you think this isn't for me, that's for you. You should be jumping into a core group, okay? So go to Ascent Plus and jump into a core group and share life with other people. Now, we gotta get it back to them, so I gotta go back to my acting mode, okay, ready? Gosh! I really do think I wish I was invited to something like that bonfire. I love the words of that song. And I, what I want us to do tonight, today, whenever you're watching this, I want us to talk about how do we become that kind of a person? Um, I want to be that kind of person. And I, I think, what I hope you're seeing is there is a way the world works. There is a kingdom of the world. There's a different kind of kingdom. And I want us to stop for a second and, and talk about, before we go to how, we got to understand the difference of these two. Okay, so on the one hand, we just talked about it. It is the way that all of our human nature, sinful nature, will rush into this idea of how do I protect power? How do I protect myself? How do I live for me? That, that is human history. And then there's this other kind of kingdom that is so foreign and strange and hard to get our minds around. And that, that is the kingdom that Jesus is bringing and has brought. Uh, you guys, Mark chapter 1, Matthew chapter 4, Jesus just says, you want to know what the good news is? The good news is, is that I brought the kingdom of God. 
is that the kingdom of God is here and now. You read in Revelation, you find out real quick, who is the king? Oh, okay, that, that, that settles it real quick. We know who the king is. That is all through the New Testament of who the king is. And I want to read you guys this uh, little piece here from Ephesians chapter 1. Listen to this. This is the plan. I, I love this. If you ever wonder what God, what's God up to, listen to this. This is the plan. At the right time, he, God, will bring everything together under the authority of Christ. Soak on that. Just sit and think about that. At the right time, he will bring everything together under the authority of Christ. Everything in heaven and on earth. Everything is coming under the authority of Christ. He's a king. How does he go about kingdom business? We know how the rest of the world does it. How does he go about his kingdom business? Complete opposite. While every little K king that's ever existed, whose names we don't care about and can't remember, has tried to protect their power by doing everything and whatever they need to do, by taking lives, Jesus is giving his. That's his answer. And it is radically different. Mm -hmm. Guys, do we wake up thinking about that? Do we wake up actually considering, am I going to live for that or am I going to live for this? And I'll tell you, um, this kingdom is in our face every day, every hour right now. Okay. This isn't something, this isn't a history lesson. This is what's happening every day, every hour. I, I'll give you a little example. I'm reading uh, the news the other day, and it was talking about uh, the coronavirus vaccine, the race for the vaccine. Whole world's racing for the vaccine, and of course we should be. We're trying to you know, get everybody so that they're not going to catch this awful disease. But here was what the point of these articles were. The point of the articles wasn't actually we're racing for the vaccine so that we can actually be healthy, help people, help everyone around the globe. The point of the articles was which country will be first to get it. So because whichever country gets it first will now be able to economically dominate. Mm. They will uh, be now seen as in the 21st century, the leader of the world. And so you've got China, you've got the U.S., you've got the U.K., you've got Germany, you've got everybody vying to become the one that develops the vaccine first and willing to undercut everybody else in the process. That's this world. That is not this world. Jesus would look at that, you guys, and be appalled. We look at that and we go, oh, yeah, that's just how it is. I mean, honestly, I think for some of us maybe listening in on this, we think, oh, well, gosh, man, of course the world has competition. That's just the way the world works. That's a very nice, naive pastor talking. Let me just say, that is the way the world works. That's not the way his world works. And, and I can promise you, it, it, this isn't just stuff we read on the news. It's easy for me to point it out when I see it in all you or somebody else. <laughs> Never. Um, yeah, right. Yeah. Never. <laughs> right here. Yeah. Listen, h- how many of us, um, for those of us who are parents, if you're watching this, how many of us who are parents, when have you manipulated a situation 
or done something where you are advocating for your kid, which we should do, but we actually don't care if that means that somebody else's kid maybe gets the, you know, short end of things. Come on. How, how many of us, if we're humiliated by somebody, could actually return that humiliation with some sort of blessing? You guys, we wake up every day serving this kingdom. At least I do. I wake up every day serving this kingdom. Here's the thing. I want you to hear this. This kingdom's going to die. If you, if you believe in the scripture, if you believe in the arc of the universe that the scripture is telling you, this kingdom, the little K kings are running around leading, me included, is going to die. This kingdom, the whole universe is headed this direction. may not feel like it, but that's where it's going. Yeah. Yeah. Even from a practical standpoint, for those of us who care about how you're using your time, mm-hmm. please, God, let's stop, let's stop investing our time in stuff that's going away. Because yeah. this is going away. Yeah. This stuff's going to last. That's where I want to put my energy. You guys, this world needs it so badly, so badly right now. I want to talk about how. I want to talk about how, and we're going to do that in just a second. There's the bonfire that I thought I was going to be invited to. If I was, if I was inviting my friends, I would have thought of other people and not just myself. You should think of other people instead of just yourself and serve with a scent. See, there you go. That's Jim's way of getting us to the point where we're talking about the ways that we can serve other people. You guys have been killing it with the ways you've been serving people. You guys have given over 3,000 pounds of food so far to Sister Carmen over all of this COVID-19 stuff that's been going on. You guys have have given, uh, we're paying for four months of water bills for over 100 families in our community because you guys continue to be generous and you continue to give and you continue to look for the need. You guys, on Ascent Serves on our website, you can actually jump into a forum if you have an idea for something, for a way to serve. If you think of something to do, jump on the Ascent Serves thing, go to that forum, put, put something down, and then see if other people will respond to that. That's your way to continue to meet the needs. And you guys, I gotta tell you, you guys have continued to give generously, and because of that, we continue to be able to meet the needs. Keep doing that, you guys. Go online, give that way, uh, mail in a check, whatever way you want to do it to help us to keep meeting the needs, go for it, all right? Now I got to give it back to these guys. This is the best acting I can do. Ready? Ready? Watch this, you guys. If I did a bonfire, I would have invited my best friend, Jim. So the big question is, how do we get a heart like David's? Did he just wake up one day and you know, make up his mind that he was going to be that kind to Mephibosheth. No, (laughs) no, this doesn't happen by accident. And I think sometimes we think in the Christian life that um, we're just going to wake up one morning and be mature. And I'm still waiting. Um, I I, I just wish that day would come. It's so funny because we know that in life, everything else requires some sort of effort how many of us as followers of Jesus are actually trying to practice following Jesus? Like, you know, I, I think about it um, this morning when we woke up. We were choosing 
from the very beginning with the things we did either to follow this kingdom or to follow this kingdom. From the very first, when we started breathing this morning, we made, we made choices. Our souls were being formed this morning for this or this. Everybody, Dallas Willard says, everybody is going to get a soul formation. Everybody's going to get, be spiritually formed. The saint, the terrorist, everybody's being spiritually formed. Everybody in between. Mm-hmm. And we're either being formed for this or being formed for this. And it starts with what you watched this morning. It started with what you passively consumed. It started with the music you listen to. It starts with the shows that we watch. It starts with anything that we allow to influence us. What we allow our minds to like dwell on, guys, that's going to that's gonna influence, do we go here or are we to go here? Because David actually practiced. He walked with God intentionally and became the kind of person that would love Mephibosheth. That didn't just happen. It's because he practiced and he walked in the way of God. I guess I, I want to ask us today, like, do we do that? Or, or did we go away when we were kids to camp, accept Jesus, and say, see in heaven? And I'm not talking about earning God's favor. That is not at all what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, are we entering into the life that he promised? Do we, do we want to follow where Jesus goes and therefore live the way Jesus lived? One of the things I'm trying right now, just real practical, maybe try this. Um, I'm waking up in the morning, and before I get out of bed, I sit there and I just I recite the Lord's Prayer. In Matthew chapter 6, uh, you know, our Father in heaven, our Father in heaven, Hallowed be thy name. You're amazing, God. I love you. Your kingdom come. Your will be done. I want your will to be done. Bless you. In heaven (laughs) as on earth. In other words, I want want to influence today with this kingdom over in this kingdom. Mm -hmm. Heaven as in earth. Mm -hmm. Give us our day, our daily bread. Just give us what we need. Forgive us our debts. Forgive me when I'm going to serve this kingdom. And forgive those who do the same and therefore harm me. Okay? Don't lead us into temptation. Keep us away from that. Allow us to resist temptation this way. Wow. Right? That, that's, that's the call. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom. Yours is the power. Yours is wow. the glory. This is the side. This side's going away. This one's... I'll tell you, you do that, you're going to get fired up tomorrow morning. Amen. Like you, Amen. you will get up and you will live differently. It'll wow. start your day thinking about something different. Of course, then I fall apart, like after lunch when my kid says something that I don't like, right? (laughs) Nothing's going to change our world other than people actually deciding to follow and walk in the way of Jesus. You guys, we actually have some things that we want to try where we're going to give you access to some tools, just some plans. How do I actually try to practice that? We're going to... We're going to have an opportunity for you guys to um, try to access that and just try it this week and say, God, would you help change me? Because here's, here's the bottom line. Um, I believe our world will only change when there is supernatural power that is changing people. And, and I, for one, can look at my life and say, I'm not convinced that my life is being changed supernaturally, maybe naturally a little bit. But can you say that your life's being changed supernaturally? Naturally.
And that, that's the hope. That's the prayer. That's what David did. That's why, he's, <laughs> that's why when the rest of these kings are protecting their power, he's willing to give his away. And that's the heart of Jesus. So I want to pray for us, and I want to pray that our hearts actually are drawn to him today and drawn to this kingdom. We're going to pray that Jesus would take our hearts. So God, we, uh, we just do pray exactly that, uh, that we would give you our heart. Here is our heart, Lord. Our hearts we are giving to you, and we ask that you would speak to us. And we love you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, friends, I want to invite us to into a moment where we um, get to respond to God. Um, and Jim prayed, um, but this is also a, just a bit of a song that we can use as an opportunity to pray. And um, it says, here is my heart, Lord, speak what's true. Here are my hands, Lord, speak what is true. Here's my mind, Lord, speak what is true. I'm going to read some scripture from the message, which I just love that translation. Um, but I want to invite us all to enter into this. Cool. Goes like this. Here is my heart, Lord. Here is my heart, Lord. Here is my heart, Lord. Let me sing, speak what is true. Speak what is true. All right, so these words come from Mark. 12 it says love the lord your god with all your heart with all your soul with all your mind and all your strength so together um we sing those words again here's my heart lord speak what is true it goes like this here is my heart Don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God and you'll be changed from the inside out. So we sing, Here is my mind. everyday ordinary life you're sleeping you're eating you're going to work and you're walking around life and place it before God as an offering and so here we sing here are my hands Lord here we go place all the pieces before him. See, God rewrote the text of my life when I opened the book of my heart to his eyes. So we sing, here's my life.
thank you guys so much for joining us around the fire pit wasn't it fun to see our band i mean i'm sure we just thought it'd be so cool to have them come join us bill's creepy bill's off in the bushes somewhere but i'm i'm so glad you guys came we miss you guys we miss being with you and and worshiping with you guys i love these guys and we love you too and uh thank you for tuning in this week and we will see you next week take care Hey guys, as Jim alluded, we would never want to do a whole service talking about how David became the sort of person who would respond in the way he did without also giving some simple steps that relate to how we can see similar changes in our own lives. We're really excited that, that we have put together what we're calling a growth plan. It's some simple, straightforward steps that you can take in your own life to try to seek the kind of change and transformation in your heart so that you can respond the way that David did. In order to get on board with this and try this out over this next week, um, we're just gonna need to get your name and your email address. And we're actually putting what's called a QR code up on the screen right now. If you've never used one of these before, just get out your phone, open up your camera, turn it on and point it at the screen. And it'll take you right to a website where you can sign up to be a part of this growth plan. We'll also drop that in the comments or in the chat bar to make sure that you're able to be a part of this with the rest of us. And I really hope you'll consider doing that because this just might be the small step that leads to a big change in your life. Morning. What's up? What's up? So what, what'd, you, what'd you do last night? Oh. Not, I mean, nothing really. Just kind of, you know. What about you? You do something? Nah, didn't do anything. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs>